Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday, November 1st. We are in a brand new month full of brand new discoveries, full of brand new initiatives, full of brand new ideas. So I am excited to have you uh, join me along on the journey of self-exploration in in so many ways. So once again, welcome to Ladder Talk Live. I am your host. I am Coach Melina. Let's actually have our microphone today. And uh, we are a podcast. We are here Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, as some of you know. Um, And we are talking all things life, business, um, personal branding, career management, all of the things. And uh, this week we're talking about real estate wealth. It is a hot topic um, in today's times, especially as more and more people are uncovering the importance of investing in real estate. So this week I decided, you know, let's let's have an educated conversation about this. Let's bring in some important people. So that's what we're doing this week. Um, and, And we're uncovering a few things. If this is your first time joining the podcast, go ahead and Um, say hello. Don't be a fly on the wall. Don't be shy. Uh, In order for this to be a successful episode, it's important that we hear from you. You guys, in a lot of cases, may know more than me about certain topics that we discuss, but it's always an opportunity for us to learn from one another. So good morning, Terrell, Ellis, Jake, Lewis, Mark. Um, If I mispronounce anyone's names, I apologize, but I'm excited to be here. I hope you all are as well. Yesterday, we started the conversation with um, how to build a relationship between real estate and your financial health. So every day this week, we're talking about real estate wealth. And today specifically, we're talking about what's involved in buying a house and how do you get started. Now, some of you already have a house. Some of you already know what it takes. But how many of you know what it takes from a business perspective? So we're going to uncover a little bit about that. There are some nuances uh, that we want to talk about to ensure that you're ready uh, for some of you who are going to be purchasing your first uh, real estate investment in your business name. Or you may use your personal name um, as well, depending on whatever deals you're looking to garnish. So what are your thoughts on the topic? What are your do do you have um, any real estate? in your name or real estate period that you're currently invested in, even if it's just your own property, go ahead and drop the number of properties that you already have in the chat, just so that I know that you are all there. would love to hear from you. So let's get started. Um, So buying a house, as we know, is a big deal. So we're going to help you through the process. In today's episode, we're discussing what's involved in buying that house. How do you get started? What are we're going to uncover the five step process to success in real estate purchasing? Okay. so again, go ahead and drop how many properties you have in the chat. Don't be shy. No one's going to take it from you. Um, And we're ready to learn from each other. So number one, get pre-approved. That is the most important step because there's nothing worse than going through uh, properties, finding your dream property or the ideal investment only to find out you don't qualify. So step one, don't pull the cart before the horse. Please, please, please 
get pre-approved for mortgage. Before you start looking at homes, it's smart to have your finances in order. That means getting approved for mortgage and having an idea of what you can afford. It's important to identify what things you need to clean up along the way, right? You're, you're, um, you've got a window of time that you can shop around with your mortgage uh, loan lenders, I should say. So what, what do you need to clean up, right? You may want to wait it may be in your best interest to wait uh, 30 days or 90 days or something like that. Um, if you can clean up a couple of things off of your credit to increase your score, those points matter, right? Um, identifying where you are is the most important thing. Now, there are several banks out there um, that provide great resources to identify what you um, can, can receive and education, first-time homebuyers credit, um, FHA loans, uh, VA loans, et cetera, whatever you may qualify for, it's important to identify what resources you have at your disposal. Um, they have uh, credits now. If you take a course, if you're a first-time homebuyer and you take a course, they're going to provide you even more cashback or forgiveness on your down payment. Again, these are things you want to know about. Um, grants, what, what grants do you qualify for? encourage you to purchase properties. Okay. Um, Mark just said, and I hope it's okay. I'm calling you Mark. Um, just got my first rental property, condo and apartment complex. Congratulations. Congratulations. That is a big accomplishment. I promise you, um, you're going to get excited about it and want more. Trust me. <laughs> so um, stay tuned on top. We also want to, we'll have a special guest tomorrow. Then we're going to talk about um, maybe how to scale our our real estate businesses and and how to leverage our resources to get to get more money right um so find a real estate agent number two find a real estate agent hiring an agent can help guide you through the home buying process and protect your interests while they search for the perfect home for you now this is a, there is a caveat it is not a requirement it is not really a requirement to have a realtor. It is encouraged for those people who are unfamiliar with the process because the realtor can answer as many questions as possible to help get you through the process, but not a requirement. You can figure it out on your own as well. Now, um, something to consider, especially if this is a realtor you're not familiar with, you don't know personally, it wasn't a reference. I do encourage you to not sign a one-year contract where you can't be represented by another realtor within that one year period. The reason I say that is because um, sometimes you don't mesh well with people. Sometimes they don't see your vision. They don't they don't know your vision and, and still can't relate to it. And you don't want to be stuck having to go through the process with someone you're not you're not vibing well with. Right. That you don't really trust or you don't connect with. So. If there's a trial period that you can have some real conversations with this person, do that. If you can find reviews, do that. How long have they been doing this? How many properties have they sold? How many of the type of properties you intend to buy or have they sold? Now, a person can be a realtor, right, and sell houses all day long. But if if you are like Mark, looking to purchase a an entire apartment complex, then that may not be the ideal realtor for you. So you need to identify what is their experience as it pertains to what you're looking to purchase. Again, a person can be co completely okay with single family um, homes, but when you're looking for condos, that may not be their sweet spot, right? They may not even know about all the different condos available. So yes, they can do a search on the MLS and 
look like you can in some cases, but granted they have back-end access. But again, if they don't know like what you're looking for in a condo or how to look at it, you could be missing out on some great properties and opportunities. So be aware of what their specialty is. And I promise you, they will tell you, right? Thanks, Mark. They will tell you. So be aware of what is it that they specialize in so that you can ensure that you're getting the best advocate for your experience and what you plan to be going through in, in your property search. Number three, choose a home to buy. Once you've found an agent, gotten pre-approved, it will be time to start looking at homes. But how do you choose? All depends on what property suits your needs and lifestyle. Start to understand what do you really want out of this property? What do you want it to do for you? Good morning, Spencer. Um, what? How do you know uh, what what to what to uh, purchase? Are you looking for a uh, Are you looking for a single family home? Do you need a backyard? Does your you have a pet that, that needs the space, or do you not? Is it time to downsize? Um, if you're like me, I, I went through a transition phase uh, that my friends can test it to be a testament to, where when I was purchasing. Um, my second property, I was like, ah, oh, you know, I need all this space. And I'm because I was used to having more space, extra rooms that I didn't need and was just using for closets. And I realized I didn't need all of that. Right. I, I wanted to live a different lifestyle. I wanted this condo lifestyle that you all see. And I didn't need that home lifestyle because it's just it was just me, you know. So think about why do you think you need certain things? Isn't it is it true to you? Where, where are you going in this next season of your life and what property or what resources or what, what do you need to get there? And identify where do you really want to go next? Where do you really want to go? Do you want to splurge a little bit and, and be in the more bougier part of town, as they say, or do you not? You get to decide. This is your life, y'all. We have no, there are no makeup days for life. There are no makeup days for life. And so stop living for other people's approval. Start living for your own approval and, and betterment for yourself and your family. Decide, do I want the white picket fence or do I not? Do I want an unconventional living or do I not? It's your choice. You get to choose. You get to decide because guess what? It's you putting all that money on the line. 30 years later, you've paid double on that property. Am I right? So think of think of what you're really looking for, what you really want, and make that decision and start looking for that. Once you start looking for that, then you can start making, making real life um, decisions on does this feel good? Does this feel like my future home or do you feel uncomfortable? Does it not feel like home? You've got to decide. That's why you get to look around. You get to shop for houses, which is like one of my favorite things to do. Um, number four, sign an offer to purchase the home. Pretty simple there, right? Once you found the perfect place, it's time to put in an offer. Make sure that everything is written down clearly so that there's no misunderstandings later on down the road during the closing. If it needs a new microwave, 
You need to put it down. It needs to be written. If you're doing this yourself, your realtor should be educating you on this. But if you've decided to represent yourself in the, in the buying process, make sure everything is documented. If you're supposed to be getting a new refrigerator, a new uh, roof, you need receipts, you need proof. Make sure you are advocating for yourself, but you need proof. But you need to write it down. And both parties have to sign it, right? Make sure that it's clear. You can't, after you get to the closing table, you can't say, oh, and I also noticed that there was a, you know, the, the garage door wasn't closing right. It's too late. You need to do it in the beginning. Notice everything. When you're going through that walking period, you get to be as picky and as like, oh, what is that scratch over there? You get to talk about everything. Because this is the buying process. You get to decide, is this something I need them to fix or am I going to fix? It's going to be yours in a minute. So you need to decide who's going to be responsible for that. That's where the negotiation comes in during your offer. Make sure everything is documented. Nothing verbal matters. Everything has to be written down. People forget, honey. You need to write every single thing down that you want to be fixed, repaired, all of that. And then decide uh, if they decide to counter on it, you get to decide, is that something you're willing to do or do you want to just move on? Right. Uh, Lewis says how to incorporate these process steps on a smart contract. Is this possible? Do you mean like a, a um, electronic contract or what do you mean by smart contract, Lewis? Let me know. So that is extremely important. Everything needs to be documented, as I said Nothing verbal can be held, held up. So make sure everything is writing, every single thing. And then lastly, the final, final thing is closing on the property, getting your keys and moving in. Now, remember, there are different things that you can um, expect through the buying process. That's the simplest plan. Um, there are going to be, of course, of course, some nuances to your experience, whether you need to, as I mentioned earlier, clean up your credit. If you need to um, be creative on your financing, if you need to figure out where am I getting this down payment? Is there a down payment? Did you know that you don't always have to pay a down payment to purchase a property? Although they can, they tell you that you don't have to. There are banks that will cover the entire loan. Did you know that? So you got to find out what works for you. What works for you? You get to decide that. You have to, you know, um, focus on your finances, identify where are we in the process? What, what do I need? What do I not need? What are my non-negotiables? And then decide to move forward from there. Because there's nothing worse than, you know, you get pre-approved and you partner with your realtor and you have no idea what you want. You don't know what part of town you want to live on, you know, and you're now on a timer, right? Because you got, what, 30 days to close, uh, depending on how long that, that loan, um, that loan um, period is to, to close. You, you've got a short period of time to pull the trigger. So that's why it's important to kind of do some pre, um, you know, uh, training and offer yourself really, but pre-deciding on what is it that you really want so that when you finally get to the table, when you've gotten pre-approved with the paper in your hand, you know what you want. You're not trying to figure out what you want. You already know. So 
I encourage you over the next couple of weeks, go to a couple open houses. They're free. They're fun. Get you a cookie or two. Go to these open houses and um, check out, check out, take pictures of the things you do like. So when it's time for you to purchase your next property or renovate or whatever the case may be, you've got some, you got some ideas on your board, right? Do you, do you like the way the lights look? Do you like the curb appeal? Do you not like the curb appeal? Do you like two stories? Do you not like two stories? Do you want an open concept? Do you not want an open concept? Do you want to fix your upper or do you want room in, uh, move in ready? These are all decisions you have to decide before you get going, to be honest. Because again, that's going to be the decision maker in, in what's next. Because sometimes you, your uh, loan doesn't allow you to purchase properties over a certain age. But you need to decide, are you looking for an older antique home? That's a whole nother loan that you really need to be looking at. The details matter on what they're going to be funding if you're doing uh, lenders. Uh, let's see. Lewis says all the steps considered to have to have a record of activities for all home improvements to provide trust to the final customer. Date, dates of fixes, materials, warranties, et cetera, to keep everything details inside the blockchain. I'm not sure about the blockchain as it pertains to purchasing properties, but I will say, yes, you do need to ensure that everything is documented, um, receipts, um, purchase of materials, warranties, all of those things you definitely want to continue to keep documented um, so that you can utilize them if necessary. But also when you're going through the closing process, as if you're the seller, you want to make sure that you are doing your due diligence to do as you've indicated, you, but you need to prove that you've done it. Right. You can't just say, oh, I fixed something. Meanwhile, it was just your cousin came over and rigged it. Right. No, I need it professionally done. And as a seller, you should require that. I need a reputable business with a invoice paid that shows me the dates and who did it to ensure that it was done right. Most things will come with a warranty. So you'll, in the event that it breaks again, you want to be able to lean in on that warranty to get it fixed, whatever that may be. So yes, make sure you're documenting and getting a record of everything possible to ensure that you are doing your due diligence on both sides for the seller and the buyer. That's key because if you're a seller, you're likely going to be a buyer again here soon. Right. So make sure that you are following the due diligence on your end because you'd want the same done for you. Don't think that just because, you know, you're selling as is that you don't have to say everything that's wrong with this property. Because well, if that happened to you on the back end, how would it make you feel? Right. Disclose what you can, y'all. Don't don't be so much into yourselves or into a profit that you don't tell anybody about that sinkhole in the backyard or whatever. <laughs> Make sure you disclose what you can. Okay. Now, what are your thoughts on this topic? I'm interested to hear your feedback. Has this episode been helpful? Um, There's so many things and, and nuances as I into purchasing a property. Um, but I think the first step is saying that you're ready and that you want to. And that's why I challenge you this week to go to, or next week, in the next couple of weeks, go to a open house in your neighborhood, in your area. Look them up. Again, they're free to, again, to attend. Go to Zillow.com or, uh, or their app, and you'll be able to see 
exactly where the local um, open houses are. Uh, I like to look at mansions personally because I'm bougie and I don't mind. That's just where I'm headed. So I like to go to mansions, million dollar estate. I'm manifesting here, y'all. Right? We're we're on our way. So what are what are you manifesting? What properties are you gonna get, are you going to be looking at this weekend or next week? And let me know how things are going. I'd love to hear about your experience. Lewis says, I agree with you. Do you think a project will help to keep track of all activities due to uh, due dates to avoid surprises. Absolutely. Especially when you're in the closing process, um, you want to ensure that everything is going according to plan. Because I'll tell you, I have personally been delayed in my closing process because of the seller being delayed in the renovation of a couple of things that they were required to do before we closed on the property. So it is important to ensure that you do have all of your dates and ducks in a row and that you're being um, transparent to the buyer so that they know what's going on as well, right? There is that due diligence period. So during that due diligence period, they have the ability to walk away without any repercussions. So ensure that you are being upfront and honest about the timelines um, so that they can make, um, make decisions accordingly, right? Because we're talking about other people's lives here as well. And um, when you're doing the renovation you do want to make sure you're doing it by a licensed person and that they're following the proper guidelines. Because what I've noticed is some things that happen is uh, people will purchase a property or be in the process of selling a property and they're just going to get the work done by the cheapest person possible. The problem with that is sometimes those people aren't licensed. And so when you have to get your um permits, they're not doing that because they're not licensed to do that. And so when you resell the property and they look up all of the permits, you may be um, out of luck because if they don't have the proper documentation, it's not, um, it's not uh, when they go through inspection, it, if it's not up to code, then you've wasted all that money because no one got permits. So Make sure that you're working with licensed professionals that are doing the repairs because of that particular thing. Okay, just want to make sure you're protecting yourself in your assets and your financial um, interest in the in in these renovations and updates because you don't want to go through a process where I've seen people do add-ons to their properties. They add an additional room, but they don't get it. They don't get it licensed, or excuse me, they don't get it permitted, and so now. They can't say that they have a three bedroom. You can only say you have a two bedroom because that's not permitted. It, does, it doesn't fall under the guidelines. And in order to get it permitted, you got to go through these thousands of dollars in some cases. And it takes time. It's not an overnight thing because you're now you're dealing with the city. So make sure you're doing your due diligence, y'all, because you don't want time to be in the way when you're ready to take action. Okay. So I hope today's episode has been helpful. It surely has been helpful to me. Tomorrow we'll be back again when we're talking about why investing in real estate can help you build wealth over time. So we'll see you tomorrow and I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Talk to you soon. Bye.
Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.